Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Christian Brown. He is the Chief Marketing Officer of Gluey, which is an influencer marketing platform that's growing really quickly. Thank you so much, Christian, for being on the show. Yeah, Lucas, thanks for having me. So what is Gluey, and why should Agency Go members or the community care about it? What are you guys doing? Gluey is an exclusive double-sided marketplace for brands and creators to connect, collaborate, and execute paid social media brand deals. So what that looks like, two sides of the coin, we'll start on creator. So creators, right? Anybody that creates content online that has grown a following that has a unique niche, unique audience, anything of that nature. Creators will actually download. We have both an iOS native and Android native application. So creators download Bluey and apply straight in the app. So once that application comes in, our team vets it. So we have an amazing creator review team that looks at every single application's qualifications so we look at minimum follower count anywhere from like 15 to 25,000 minimum uh, engagement rate, 3.5 engagement or more, brand likability, professionalism, all that jazz. If a creator is admitted into our platform, they join and then they authenticate all of their accounts. So they authorize Gluey to have the permissions with Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, all of our social partners. And then from there, what we can do is pull their real-time follower account metrics. On the brand side of things, Bluey is a marketplace that will allow for brands to come in in an elementary way, create and launch a campaign where they get to identify what type of product or service do they have? What type of creators are they looking for? What is the niche category and industry they're looking to have the creators vertical of? How much do they want to pay the creator? What social platform do they want the creators to post on? So you can outline super easy. Hey, I want a creator. I want, let's call it 10 creators, all male on the West Coast that talk about Mm -hmm. surfing. And I want them to post an Instagram reel with a specific tag and a specific hashtag, and I need it to look like this. So you can build those campaigns, launch them to our feed, creators that qualify, get a notification on their phone or on web, they actually apply to be a part of that campaign. And then everything from the chat to contracts are all done in app, to assigning post dates, all the way to approving the content by the creators, and then tracking all those live link data analytics. All that happens in one seamless platform, in a way that we like to say is done definitely at speed with the ability to scale campaigns. Right. So I'm looking at the website right now and a couple of the key metrics that you guys have on here are 425 brands, 3,750 creators, and a combined 825 million followers. I actually did sign up for the platform. I'm inside as a brand in the brand community. My experience so far has been really, really cool. I initially just applied, got in, created a campaign, And then within 30, 60 seconds, I started to get matched with dozens of people. So now I think I have 50 creators who want to help me promote the brand. You guys have a really interesting strategy where you've been able to grow a bunch of these different creators on the platform and get them involved in the network. What's been your strategy and and share what you're able to about this, but like what's been your strategy for reaching out to influencers and getting them interested? Because regardless of if they use your platform or not, the people listening to the show, they're going to need to know how to contact influencers in 2022. It's a very integral part 
of any business nowadays. So what's your strategy? Yeah, so I would actually say on top of Integral, it's quintessential. Everybody that is building a marketing budget, your Q3, Q4s, your, your onward 2023 marketing budgets, everyone we talk to, whether you're sprinkling in it now or whether you have soil planted and, and influencer marketing is growing at your organization, it is so vital to be a presence on the platforms like TikTok, everywhere on Instagram, on Reels, on Stories, on Shorts, et cetera. It, it's very, very important. So going back to your question, what is our organic natural outreach flow? I think it starts with authenticity. And then that brings us back, call it four or five years ago, I had been working. So I went to school for marketing advertising. I grew up in the social space, uh, whether it was at like living in Boston and going out to New York, being in LA all the time. I spent a lot of time in London working with a bunch of creators. I just like kind of floated around just doing creator work, whether that's on the creator side or on management side. So four years ago or so, a lot of my friends in, uh, in LA and West Hollywood we're all big creators, like some of the first kids to hit that two, three, four million mark on Instagram. And this is back when like YouTube was just coming out. You know, people were just adopting more of those like blog style videos. And so back in the day, it's like, all right, well, we have all the creators with millions of followers and all the brands want to work with everyone. So how are they doing it? So traditionally it was over email. It was over DM. It was over like a comment, like, Hey, check my email or something from the brand. And then the manager would step in and they would, you know, facilitate the deal and all that. And so I think that what happened there is it pulled out a lot of the organic flow from a creator actually owning their own career. And so we had identified that in having worked for many years in that flow. And we said, all right, we need to build a tech solution as a team that is going to solve for all the pain points, not only on the creator side, but on the brand side. And so that's exactly what we did. We built the iOS native app that will allow for creators to come in, take control of their own career, find their own brand deals, and execute on those at their own pace. And so it goes back to an example I always bring up. There's, especially during COVID, there was a plethora of creators that exploded on TikTok. They had millions of new followers, tens of millions of impressions, right? And overnight they turned into gold. Well, let's say that kid's from Kansas. He's in the middle of the country. He's never been to Los Angeles. He's never heard of the big record labels or any of that or the management firms. How is that creator gonna monetize their following? That was the key pain point. And so that's exactly what we did. We built a platform that will allow, it's, yes, it's exclusive, but once you're in, it's an inclusive community of creators that are all working together, in short, to get more brand deals and to keep the brands on the platform satisfied, to get more work for themselves, et cetera. And so with all that in mind, the creators come on and all they're doing is trying to work. So when we reach out to creators, like, hey, we know that you work with brand XYZ. We actually have one of those three brands on our platform. We'd love to invite you into our community. Your stats definitely match up download and apply, we'll accept you right away and we'll go in. So we use a lot of email marketing, we use a lot of personal outreach. We leverage our personal Instagram and TikTok pages for immense amount of creator outreach. Now we're kind of at the tipping point where we're seeing about a thousand creators download and apply per week and referrals in app do great work on our acquisitions as well as just natural brand awareness at this point. I mean, people are posting, hey, I just made tons of money on a brand deal. I just worked with this amazing brand. Everyone's like, oh, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? be like, oh, I just, I got it on Gluey. So we're at That's the point really cool. now. Yeah, having been out, so we launched about 10 and a half months ago. We're starting to see a lot of organic growth, which is, it's, you know, that's the most validating thing for a marketer and, and someone on the founding team. That's the most validating thing we could see. That's fantastic. And by the way, I didn't, I didn't actually know that you were in Los Angeles. I'm also in LA. I'm a Marina Del Rey. So that's good to hear. Definitely awesome to meet more Los Angeles-based entrepreneurs. But I think one thing that I'm also really curious about, and you have a lot of really good guides on your website, 
when we posted that collaboration opportunity inside Agency Go and people started to commenting saying that they wanted to white label you guys and everything, I know that's a need for the listeners of the show because there's, you know, uh, we have over 1,500 people listening to the show. A lot of them are agency owners. If they want to white label either this tool or just do influencer and marketing in general, how do you recommend, if, if you can give them like a, a step-by-step plan to go about doing that, what's the best way to do that for their clients? Not even just to get in touch with influencers, but like how do you actually structure an influencer campaign and how do you go about that process? What deliverables should you set? That kind of stuff. What kind of ROI can you kind of map out for a client who wants to use influencer marketing services? If you can kind of flesh that out a little bit, that'd be helpful. Yeah, so I think the first thing to look at is, and this is a big one, this like takes a really high level, like an umbrella, it is the end user. So as an agency owner, you are subject to the wants and needs of your client. And then it's up to you to figure out how to allocate budgets properly and to get the client exactly what they want. So we always go end client. And so, you know, we suggest that all agency members work directly with their end client to understand that ICP. Who is buying your product? Who do you want your product or service in the face of? And what does that person look and feel like? Based on that, what we like to do is kind of pull it back a step. We say, okay, well, we know that the end user for this direct-to-consumer brand is a female age 22 to 28, and they typically like fashion and beauty. Well, now we know a lot about who we're looking for. So now we can take that and we know what type of creators we're looking for. And internally, white labeling a product like Bluey or using any other form of influencer marketing, the main thing is finding a creator not only that looks just like that ICP that we just talked about, but also has a following that's similar to that ICP. So if you work with someone that's a very good looking female on Instagram, but her following is 95% males, well, maybe using her for a female direct-to-consumer product is not your best bet because the only way you're going to see return is going to be if all those males are buying gifts for female counterparts or stuff. So once you know that ICP, it's good to look at audience insights. It's also good to to think about what social platforms. That's where we would then start. It's like, well, what is the client looking to do? Do they want to launch a TikTok? Well, if so, do they have a TikTok page already? Do we need to get 50 pieces of UGC? Do we want to just get white label content that we're reposting on the brand's TikTok? So once you find out the social deliverable, now we can fork in the road. From there, what you can do is say, all right, if it's TikTok, well, what is the goal? Is the goal brand awareness? If that's the case, we want to work with a ton of different creators and have all of them creating multiple pieces of content because TikTok, the For You page, we all know it's a little bit of a monster. The more times you throw a dart at a dartboard, enough of them are going to stick, which is the same equivalent to enough videos that go out on TikTok by good creators. Some of them are going to go viral. Other ones are going to hit a neutral line. But once we know that, we know the, the KPIs that we're looking for, then you can go in and build a campaign out of it. So now you know what product or service your brand's offering. It's great to have yeah. them deliver those assets. You have a description of the brand. From there, know what category the brand is a part of. If it's fashion, it's fashion, right? If it's B2B, well, maybe it's tech, maybe it's crypto, maybe it's investing. Understanding those verticals uh, is very right. important for this process. And then from there, it's building out all that flow and then saying, hey, I want in a TikTok video, 30 second, I need it to be posted on this day, I need this specific hashtag, and then this at name. And then once you have that all built out using a platform like Bluey, you would just publish it to the feed, creators would then apply and be a part of it, and then you pay the creators out. And then from there, when working with the platform, Bluey in specific, all the content that the creators actually generate through the platform that the brand gets, or the agency client gets to look at on Bluey and approve, once you approve that content by creators, 
you as the brand user own that content in perpetuity, which means right. that you can package that content in the asset library and ship it off to your clients. And now your clients own all that content to repurpose, whether it's on Google ads, or if you want to go Facebook ads, Instagram ads, TikTok videos, organically, any of that nature. So I think that influencer marketing has many parts. I'd say start with your end user and then working forward, think about what platform you want to work with, what post types you're looking for. And then if there's specific hashtags or any of that nature, make sure you batch that in and then just ensure that you're working with the platform that will allow you to actually go in, collect the address of the creators and ship them out product. Hi, this is Lucas James. Are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency? I'll tell you what, when I first started, I had the same issue, but I was able to A-B test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me. I've mastered this approach and now my agency, Twiz, books meetings on autopilot. Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and generated $1.72 million in revenue. I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to agencygo.io forward slash leads to get your free lead scripts today. That's agencygo.io forward slash leads. Now back to the show. So I think one thing that a lot of people probably have in their mind is they've probably thought about doing something like this before, or they've launched a campaign maybe for an influencer, et cetera. What's different about Gluey than the other platforms that exist like Grin or other softwares that facilitate this right now? Is there something that you guys are uniquely going to be doing different now and in the long run that differentiates you from these other influencer marketing platforms? To break that down, we're going to go, I'm going to visualize two different boards. So in the influencer marketing space on the tech side of things, there's your databases and your opt-in network. So a grin, pretty expensive, $22.50 a month. They're heavy hitters, right? They're some of the more enterprise level solutions in the industry. But what's so funny in our market research is that we look at grin and they say that they have 100 million creators on their platform. Well, they say 100 million influencers. So we look at that and we say, all right, what does that really look like? If you actually get into a, a database platform, any of them, I'm not going to specifically use them as an example, but any of them, what happens is there's no real users. So what's funny is that I've been on Instagram my whole life. I'm on Grin. I'm all over Grin. I get emails and people are like, hey, I found you on Grin. And I'm like, well, I've never signed up for Grin. I've never signed up mm -hmm. for the database. What they've done is they've done a great job data scraping me as a creator profile, putting me into their database and allowing for an email CRM to be integrated in so that people can just email me. So when I think about that, and I think about the original pain points of like why it's so hard to connect with creators, well, it's so hard because back in the day, traditionally, you just had to email or DM creators, and those two methods didn't work, not in a professional setting. So mm. now you have these companies that are getting hundreds of million dollars in funding that are just building email funnels for data scrape creators. So I find mm. that so unique in a sense that like it almost works oxymoronically in the flow, whereas on the flip side of things in the opt-in network especially where Gluey specializes, is that we have real creators in real time on our platform. So Lucas, right. your example in the beginning is kind of the, the thesis for all of this. It's that you posted a deal on the Gluey platform, you outlined what creators you were looking for, and within 60 seconds, creators applied. 
Mm-hmm. So the notification went right to their phone. They saw that they qualified based on their minimum follower counts and social platforms, and they opted in to be a part of that. So not only do we enhance the speed of the flow, but the organization of the flow and the real-time connection. So right. it's not every day. Like if you want to go out and let's say you want to connect with 50 creators in the fashion space because you have a new direct consumer line there. Well, it's going to be really hard to find 50 creators that are going to reply to you on Instagram DMs or email. Whereas yeah. you post a campaign on Gluey and you have creators flocking to you within a day, within two days, three days. And so right. that real connection piece in real time is where we focus and hone in on. What's next on the roadmap for you guys? I mean, have a hunch that you guys will probably try to do something that measures attribution on some of these campaigns, I would imagine. Maybe. That's, that's maybe one, one angle. But is there other things you guys have in the roadmap? Like I could... I could definitely see a, a gluey link or something that people use and, and when it's, it basically redirects them to the product page or something like that to measure the actual success of your campaigns. I mean, is there anything along those lines you guys are, are sharing with the public that you're willing to uh, share now about your guys' roadmap and what you're planning to build next? I mean, what else can we expect with the platform? Yeah, you know, I almost feel like you just came to the roadmap planning session an hour ago because everything <laughs> you just mentioned is very soon in the pipeline. As we move forward into Q3, Q4, 2022, we're focused primarily on audience insights and data reporting. And so what that looks like is we know a lot about our creators and a lot about our users. Where we need to go furthermore is to learn about their audience. So to understand how their audience purchases, right? The purchasing behavior of their followers, how frequently they purchase, what brands they purchase and why they purchase them, what hashtags they follow, the frequency of their behaviors online, understanding the demographics, whether it's socio-demographics or location demographics, understanding the following of the creator a lot more, that will allow us to be able to use the creators to inject actual voice into the right people. So Mm. closing out this year, we're very focused on enhanced uh, data reporting of the audience. And then as we move into 2023, it's attribution model. So right now we're very good through our API integrations with all the socials. We're great at being able to say, hey, you worked with 30 creators. We deployed 45 posts at these days and these times. Here's the total impressions, likes, comments, shares. So we have all that data very heavily honed in on first party data in the platform that brands love to utilize. Yet furthermore, it's going to be plugins like your big boys, like a Shopify and other (laughs) e-commerce tools that uh, we've all heard of once or twice before. So we're working very closely to enhance our partnerships in those sectors, as well as look at integrative tools um, and API distributions through those that will allow for a brand to come in create generative codes, give them to the creators, and then have attribution models to say, hey, look, we spent this much on a creator. We got return of this. Therefore, we know that it's you know a pro net positive investment. Therefore, we're going to work with that creator again. And then from there, that will allow us to build recommendation engines, machine learning, yeah. all that into the platform. So the roadmap right now is nearly full, both on brand web, creator web, creator iOS for the next 18 months or so, just stacked with, yeah. it's all about feature functionality and enhancing our offerings so that as we you know, continue to go to bat with a thousand plus brands, we just offer every single service that a brand may need to solve the pain points we've spoken about. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I think uh, I will say that anything with a link to an action is definitely on my mind because that's exactly what I'm trying to do as well with Agency Go, where you share one link and then it routes them to either a landing page or some sort of booking page 
to then measure like how much of an ROI you're getting from this software. I mean, I think that's such a great strategy for marketplaces. So uh, it's really interesting to see what you're building. I'm going to wrap up here. We've covered a lot of ground. I want to jump into a lightning round of questions here at the end to get some insights on what you guys are doing next and share some more about you and your business. So first question I have for you is uh, how long has this been around for? When did you guys launch? So we started development about 25 months ago. Um, it took okay. us about 12 months in dev. We launched, we did beta 14 months ago or so, and then we went live on iOS and web 10 months. So around the beginning of fall last year. Very cool. And uh, I mean, you're growing very quickly, so this is going to be very applicable for you. But if you had to grow 10 times in the next 12 months, what strategy would you use to do that? It would be internal. So the main key focus would be to staff up internally. I'd say customer mm -hmm. success management, brand success management, ensuring that every user, creator, and brand have the know-how and the tools accessible to execute the full process flow perfectly. And I think that we've built a very scalable piece of technology that's ready for growth of that nature, though internally it would just be focused on, hey, ensuring that everybody knows whether it's building an academy or enhancing the knowledge of the platform for all our users and just offering more of a hand-holding service to any and every member of the community would be my first big build. Any business books you'd recommend for the audience? I mean, they're going to be the generic ones. Like I think about outliers and tipping point almost every single day in my life. We nice. always joke that because we went straight from school to building this, like within one week of my senior year going online for COVID because I graduated, you know, on the computer and stuff. Right when that happened, I left the university and we moved down and uh, down to Florida where we started this. But I always think that the 10,000 hours is one of the most applicable things ever. If you spend 10,000 hours on your computer and you master something like a Photoshop or a dev front end, back end, or anything business oriented, you're going to become a master. Getting around the block enough times, meeting enough people, shaking enough hands, learning from those that are masters already, I think is just so, so, so important and so fun. Plus tipping point. It talks about how and why things tip. And I think virality, and, and that is something that I'm so, so, so into is like, why does something become viral? What is it that everyone yes. loves to grab onto? Why do people love to be in the same conversation? I just think I'm so enthusiastic when it comes to that. And so those are two books that really grew my foundation for general logic. Yeah. I think this is, it's just so fascinating to see what you guys have built so far. We're really excited. How can people get involved if they want to be able to apply to be a brand or even as an influencer? Oh, great question there. So on the brand side, right now for the next quarter and a half, as we're building new implementations and stuff, we are offering the next 500 brands and agencies. Uh, we're in July right now. So we're offering 500 new brand agency accounts for free. So if you go to app.glui.io, app.glewee.io, you'll see a great landing page there that says apply as a brand or creator. If you click on brand and fill out the one minute application, um, not only will we accept you re relatively quickly, but someone from our customer success team will reach out and ensure that you have all the tools necessary to excel on the platform. As for creators, if you think you have what it takes, you want to get into the brand deal game, you want to monetize your following, download Gluey on either the Apple App Store and or Android Google Play and apply as a creator on the native apps. Fantastic. And I think one thing to end on here really quick is, you know, you, you mentioned that you you guys you know, finished up college and then launched this business, which is a really cool story. I think we did some, you know, obviously we always do research before the shows. And I think we saw that you had some experience even before launching this company in building uh, projects or businesses. 
could you shed some light on that? So what was, how, what's your entrepreneurial journey been like in general? And, and I guess, why do you even do what you do? What, what gets you excited about it? So I think this is actually going to be a very full circle moment. So <laughs> in high school, I wanted to, I was in like a business class, this like sophomore, junior year, wrote a 30 page business plan on creating a business. And so I wanted to start an e-com store because I love graphic design. Like I grew up on Photoshop, self-taught. That's my first 10,000 hour. And so I was like, well, I love building websites and I love Photoshop and I love clothes. So I was like, what? and I love social media. So I was like, watch this. But what I did is I just, I got an internship at like a screen print store in town. And instead of getting paid, I was able to actually utilize the equipment after hours. And so what I would do is buy all these blank shirts, t-shirts, hoodies, you name it. And I'd screen print my brand on all of them. And it was called mm. OKAY. OKAY. And so that was my first big project. So in the, in the actual, you know, you hear this all the time in the basement of my mom's house where I grew up, we had this like facility, this tiny little basement boxes lined the walls because the e-com store for OK Worldwide was doing so good. We were doing like a hundred to 200 orders a week. So I got to hire all my friends and all we did is just screen print hoodies and blast them on Instagram. And so with that, I got into like the fashion side of Instagram, started going down to New York all the time was working with all my like fashion creator friends there. And then literally it's like, hey, let's just shoot photos of all our cool friends wearing the product. And it started to grow the brand awareness and the brand identity. That actually brought me over to LA. That's how I first had gotten to LA was I was doing brand projects, doing a collab with a different brand out in LA and we needed to shoot a lookbook. And that's when I was like, oh wow, all my influencer friends from Instagram, if I just give them a hoodie and they wear it and they get 50,000 likes on it, then everyone wants to be like them. Everyone's going to buy the hoodie. So I was just seeing this like, direct friend to online e-com conversion going on. And that yeah. was my main foundation of all of this. So it was growing that brand. Um, I ran the brand all through college. My freshman year dorm room had brand stuff stacked to the ceiling. And as I got a little older, like I kind of weaned it out. I still own the domain for okay. And like, that's still like, that's my exact baby. And like, that's everything that I had always grew up on. And so as I continue to get older, I want to invest more funds into like a nice cut and sew line kind of as a full circle Full play, but that also brought me into e-com. I got into drop shipping. I've built like 40 different web stores and ran thousands and thousands of e-com sales there. And a lot of it was simply just marketing. It was all marketing. I would sit there in my sophomore year apartment and I would just run chatbots all day long. Um, and we knew how to sell product. And so we did exactly that. And I just kind of tied everything together. But at the end of the day, where did it all live? It all lived on Instagram. And so everything mm -hmm. we've ever done was a direct attribution sale via an Instagram web store or a web page. And so it all goes back to social and branding, which then goes to influencer marketing, which brought us to Gluey. Fantastic, man. That's a really cool story. And I think the 10,000 hour rule is so applicable and I'm glad you shared it here and you shared your story because it gives people a lot of hope that you know if you keep doing what you're doing, you'll get there eventually. You just got to put the time in. So thank you so much for being on the show. Everybody who's listening, Gluey and Christian Brown have built a phenomenal business so far, scaling rapidly. A thousand downloads a day from what Christian was mentioning earlier. Definitely get on the platform when you can. I'm really excited that I was able to get in uh, with the free account. So definitely apply. I'll put the link to the uh, application in the show notes so you guys can sign up. Uh, and if you're not an Agency Go member, definitely try to connect with Christian offline or online and get some insight into what he's building because it's really cool. So thank you, Christian be on the show. We really appreciate yeah. it. Lucas, guys, thanks for having me. And if you're not an agency go, you definitely should be kind of to bring this back. I stand by agency go. I've learned, I actually really have learned a lot from, there's a lot of good mentors in the program. I joined a Slack channel and I finally got to meet other 
CMOs and COOs and people that I could ask real questions to. Because in the entrepreneurial journey, we talked about this earlier off the call, Lucas, but like it does get lonely. You know, you may only have your team around you and you may not have that mentor figure in your life that knows exactly the operating offices that you should be working with. So joining communities, whether it be agency go or any other community oriented around what you love, I think is very important for any entrepreneur, anyone starting a journey that they see along Holland. You know, probably more than you even know, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, and I think, uh, yeah, I was actually just thinking about this today because I was, you know, all these, all these people in the group, it's like, I don't know, you get, you get, it was so lonely getting this agency off the ground because nobody was doing it that I knew. And I had some people I was connected to, but it wasn't like so close knit. And I think the cool thing about the pandemic, if there is any silver lining at all, which, you know, there isn't many, but if there is any silver lining is that people got more connected online than ever before. And you actually have these communities online, which is pretty awesome. So excited to see that you're building one as well. Really excited to see the progress. We're going to have to get you back on the show in the future. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me.